It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search it out is the glory of kings. This is the Message to Kings podcast. Podcast special, The Devotion of a King. I love the book of Proverbs because it's filled with tiny write-ups with nuggets of wisdom in them. I like to read them and chew on them, what they mean, what their symbolic meaning is, what what they mean about the world today, and even what's their personal meaning. Taking a break from our normal show, I want to share a personal study I've been working on. And as kings and queens, for God has called us to be a royal priesthood, a family, a bride to the highest groom, a common body with unity, carrying royalty and the reality of God's kingdom wherever we go. I believe I've fallen short on this point since this is a Message to Kings podcast. Um, And here's, um, so this is a part of kind of working into the storyline. We're just doing a podcast special um, on what it means to be a part of this royal priesthood, um, a royal priesthood of God. Using the Bible app, I searched for the word king from the book of Proverbs and pulled every verse pertaining to for in the book of Proverbs that had the word king in it. In this episode, we pulled these scriptures and categorized them to assist us. Um, here's our findings, and I hope you find it useful. And we've categorized them into uh, three categories. Uh, There's a fourth, actually a fourth for other, but uh, the four categories, according to the way we've organized it, is uh, number one, the king's heart. Number two, the king's security. Number three, justice. And number four, other. And remember, as we cover these, these are instructions and scriptures for inspiration in your field of study, vocation, trade, and wisdom for all those who hope to walk in any form of authority one day. Everyone is a king or queen wherever God has placed them. Let's start with the king's heart. Proverbs 14.35 A king delights in a wise servant, but a shameful servant arouses his fury. I love this verse because the king delights in a wise servant. Also, let's note the king's delight can also refer to Father God, who is delighted when he sees us, his servants, being wise, faithful, and serving. While the king delights in a wise servant, he is furious with a shameful servant. Proverbs 16.13 Kings take pleasure in honest lips. They value the one who speaks what is right. The king delights in wise servants, takes pleasure in honest lips. Any wise man can see through flattery. Honest lips don't flatter, but speak the truth. Honesty says encouraging words, and also the hard words that must be spoken. Watch our upcoming accounts of Daniel, and we'll see a wise and honest man and how God promotes him. Proverbs 16.15 When a king's face brightens, it means life. His favor is like a rain cloud in spring. See, the king in his place of authority, if he spends time with God, his face reflects the face that he seeks, and his favor is abundance and much welcomed by others. His face is the the desire of the nations. 
Proverbs 21, 1. In the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels toward all those who please him. The stream of water is always symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And if you please the Lord, the Spirit is poured out. And if someone shows you favor, make sure to show them favor as well. The next two relate to a king's companions. Proverbs 22:11. One who loves a pure heart and who speaks with grace will have the king for a friend. Proverbs 22:29. Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. Proverbs 25:2. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search out a matter is the glory of kings. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. It's the verse to the show, you know. Proverbs 14, 28. A large population is a king's glory, but without subjects, a prince is ruined. Proverbs 25, 3. As the heavens are high and the earth is deep, so the hearts of kings are unsearchable. I think the reference here is not searchable, but infinite in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. The heart of the king of kings is that way. His wisdom is endless. In summary, the king's heart delights in righteousness, honest lips. His favor is on those who have wisdom and heavenly skill sets. His glory is in a large population and creativity in searching out the heart of the matter and the wisdom of God. It is the heart of the king, according to Proverbs. All right, so we arrive at the second category, the king's security. Proverbs 16, 12. Kings detest wrongdoing, for a throne is established through righteousness. Clearly, according to this verse, a throne is established by righteousness. Proverbs 20, 28. Love and faithfulness keep a king safe. Through love, his throne is made secure. And according to this verse, love makes secure. Isn't that interesting? Proverbs 25, 5. Remove wicked officials from the king's presence, and his throne will be established through righteousness. So according to this, removing the wicked and leaving righteousness establishes a throne. Proverbs 29, 4. By justice, a king gives a country stability. But those who are greedy for bribes tear it down. So justice keeps stability. Proverbs 29, 14. If a king judges the poor with fairness, his throne will be established forever. So righteousness, the lack of the wicked, establishes a throne. Love makes it secure. Justice brings stability. And fairness establishes the throne forever. Interesting implications here. Love ensures security, justice, stability, and righteousness establishment. But the last one, Proverbs 29, 14, is above and beyond. If the king judges the poor with fairness, his throne will be established forever. Righteousness and justice have immediate rewards, yet fairness to the poor has even greater rewards of eternal rewards. Let us never forget fairness to the poor. This is the one the king should never neglect.
Now we arrive at part three, the king's justice. Justice has a huge part in the kingdom scriptures from Proverbs. Proverbs 16, 14. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, but the wise will appease it. Proverbs 19, 12. A king's rage is like the roar of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. Proverbs 22. A king's wrath strikes terror like the roar of a lion. Those who anger him forfeit their lives. All three of these speak of the king as the one who judges and must contain his anger. It is the wise who understand mercy and petition the king. Proverbs 28. When a king sits on his throne to judge, he winnows out all evil with his eyes. This one's interesting. When a king sits to judge, it's like temporary discernment of spirits drops upon him. Not because of a spiritual gift as much as um, the Lord saying, This is my man or my woman, and he'll distinguish right or wrong at this very moment to represent me right here. If you're a king in a place of judging, sitting in whatever throne the Lord has given you, he, he wants you to winnow out evil and separate it from good and act accordingly. Proverbs 20, 26. A wise king winnows out the wicked. He drives the threshing wheel over them. A similar verse, though that one's intense. Proverbs eight fifteen. But I make kings reign and rulers issue decrees that are just. So just to remind everyone, um, you know, our responsibility um, is from God. And if you, if you want justice, it comes from him. And this should be a, a humility check to everyone. Um, by me, kings reign. This is the Lord speaking. By me, kings reign and rulers issue decrees that are just. Proverbs 8, 15. In summary, justice is a key component. It is God who gives people authority and allows it. And there's a ruler of this world, but even he is subject to the one who will eventually judge him. Injustice invites wrath. Mercy appeases it. Discernment of spirits is required, and Solomon asked for wisdom for a reason. For he wanted to know how we would rule the great multitude. And immediately, God he gave him the gift and then soon after, he was presented with the, the two ladies, and um, the one with the living baby, and the other with a dead baby, and a dispute involving the, the despised of society, his fairness, and his wisdom of decision made God famous throughout the world. People are watching, and people want to see how you judge. God is watching. And he will see if you are worthy of this responsibility, and he will judge you as well for your decisions. All right, so we arrive at the fourth bucket of kings from Proverbs. This is the other section. Proverbs thirty twenty two: A servant who becomes a king, a godless fool who gets plenty to eat. I didn't actually read the whole one, but um, this is one of those lists of three things for this, four for this. A servant who becomes a king is typically ideal because Jesus was the ultimate servant. All kings should know servanthood. Proverbs 31, 3. Do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. This instruction relates to spending your youth on lust. A man who can tame and eventually bind 
his lust is one who has won the personal battles and can be trusted with the responsibility of others' safety, purity, and growth. Win this battle, you kings, and God can entrust you with more. Proverbs 31.4 It is not for kings, Lamiel, it is not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer. Alcohol nullifies the senses and generally binds the spirit of self-control of the Holy Spirit. So be careful, very careful, how much you drink, for it can limit the power of God's gift of His Holy Spirit of self-control in you. There's another two referring to behavior around kings. Proverbs 24, 21. Fear the Lord and the king, my son, and do not join with rebellious officials. It's a command. See how the fear of the Lord is primarily followed by the king. Proverbs 25, 6. Do not exalt yourself in the king's presence, and do not claim a place among his great men. Pride and self-ambition has a cost. Exalting and taking pride in one's position places too much value on the king and his placement of you and your personal favor versus the favor of God. In summary, let's roll these up and turn it into a devotion of sorts and personal prayer. Considering how we group these four sections, the heart of a king, security, justice, and other, check this out. Psalms 89, 14. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. So this actually captures the primary categories. Security, which comes through righteousness. Justice, the heart of the king, which is love. And the other categories capture various other aspects. So Psalm 89 14. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness goes before you, really speaks to these detailed verses and proverbs, and confirm a strong foundation is filled with righteousness and justice. And love and faithfulness is the overflow of the heart. The king delights in righteousness, honest lips. His favor is on those with wisdom and heavenly skill sets. His glory is in a large population and creativity and searching out the heart and wisdom of God. Love ensures security, justice, stability, and righteousness establishes a kingdom. Yet eternally, the king judges the poor with fairness, and his throne will be established forever. Injustice invites wrath. Mercy appeases it. Kings must judge, and heavenly justice is empowered with discernment and wisdom. God will reward those who are faithful in justice. So considering these, we turn this into a proverbial kingly blessing. We turn this into a personal prayer for us. And I'll speak this in the first person and present gaps and let you pray along. And this is how we'll end the program. Here we go. God, I ask you for a heart that delights in righteousness. Honest lips, and help me to find favor and grant favor. To those with wisdom and heavenly skill sets. 
God, I ask you for your glory and creativity and greater wisdom and understanding and reveal yourself through the process. God, fill me with your love and your knowledge of your justice and righteousness and eternal fairness to the poor. Give me a zeal and a divine empowerment to ask upon opportunities before me. Give me greater knowledge of justice and opportunities to administer your justice. Give me wisdom to judge in fairness and mercy and love. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Message to Kings. Feel free to visit the website, messagetokings.com. Share the Facebook page, or if you want to chat, email us at messagetokings at gmail.com.